In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Join me, Dr. Karen Kambule, as we pursue the Word, the Lord Jesus, searching scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast. Download and share with your friends and your family. Stay blessed. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Word Anchor Podcast. The past episode dealt with the different voices that speaks over people's lives. The sources of information that people tend to out of desperation with some not knowing the difference between God as a source and everything else that is false. Life would be much easier if we all had a roadmap showing us where we are going, when we will reach each milestone, the hurdles that we will meet and the solutions that we should use. We will not be anxious when life throws punches and pinches us very hard. And it, it will be awesome to go through a situation that you know it's ending. I've been there where a challenge that would have uh, frustrated me, that would have uh, made me to cry, was revealed to me before it even started. So by the time the enemy hit, I was already prepared. Knowledge is power, so they say. See, child of God, when God made man, he put him in the garden and he told him what to do and what not to do. The enemy came and deceived Eve. They allowed the voice of the enemy to sound more than the voice of God. The more Eve entertained the voice of the enemy, the more confused she became. It is so dangerous to think, child of God, that we can argue with the devil. The devil does not look the way he is depicted in stories. He does not look evil as others suppose. Otherwise, he would not have had a chance to deceive anyone as people would just run. His voice sounds like the real thing. He appeals to the positive senses and easily convinces someone that what is bad is actually good or not so bad. The Bible even says that Satan also disguises himself as the angel of light. So if you think that the voice of God um, will not be missed simply because you think the voice of the enemy will be a horse and a horrible one, think again. However, in this episode we are saying God is still saying something even today. In the midst of all the shenanigans of the enemy, God is still speaking. He is still saying something. God is not quiet on us, child of God as we sometimes think he is. At times when we are going through stuff, we think that God is not saying anything. We think that God is silent. At times the words that he speaks do not sound like the words we want to hear. So we become dull of hearing. We therefore want God to say the things that we want um, to give us joy and happiness in this lifetime. However, God speaks regardless of what kind of a message that is, but he is still speaking. In this episode, let us ponder a bit on the life of Abraham, the man who was called the friend of God. Let us examine the voice of God in the life of Abraham. In Genesis chapter 12, it says from verse 1, Now the Lord said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. That was an instruction from God. God still gives instructions even today. A very clear instruction. Abraham, get out of your father's house. Leave the land which you are already used to. 
go to a land that I will show you. This was the invisible God speaking to Abram that was used to seeing idols, visible gods that they made with their own hands. Some are still seeking that instruction for their own life. What am I supposed to do, God? Where should I go? When should I go? What am I supposed to do with whom? People run to and fro seeking a word concerning their lives. Here was an old man meeting a new God, unknown and invisible. We are not told if there was a loud voice so dramatic like when God appeared to Moses through the burning bush. We are not told how loud the voice of God was. We are only told that this is what God said to Abraham. This is a simple record. God said, unlike later on when the angel of the Lord came in person and Abraham could see and hear them speak. Sometimes you get messed up when we seek the instruction of God from men without seeking God ourselves. God uses others to convey a message, but he also speaks directly. At times, he uses someone to confirm what was already spoken. If we go back to the story of Abraham in chapter 11 of Genesis, that chapter ends with the story where Terah took his family out of Ur of the Chaldeans. And it says they went out with them from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to the land of Canaan, and they came to Haran and dwelt there. So if you look at this, Terah had already started the journey from Ur to Canaan, but then he settled in Haran. It is very dangerous to get on a journey when you have not received the clear instruction. There is no recorded instruction from God to Terah to leave Ur and go to Canaan, but he had already started the journey when God spoke to Abraham about it. Never downplay the still small voice of God. The matter that bends within your heart, the one that does not give you peace, child of God, until you have done it, pray about it. Ask God to give you clarity on this matter. We do not know how Terah decided to move from Ur to Canaan, but we know that God revealed that to Abraham to say, get out of this place, go to Canaan. They were already en route to Canaan anyway, but they had detoured and stayed in Haran. I remember when God called me the first time, I didn't understand, yet I noted it down. I also noted the interpretation of what was said, but without clear instructions, I went on with life for a whole year until God nudged me again to be attentive. This time, whilst I was in searching mode, he spoke clearly through a prophet. The message of the prophet confirmed the message God gave me a year before to that date. So Abraham, hearing God saying he must leave and go to the land of promise, confirmed whatever his father Terah had begun to do. The word of God did not come with a GPS. Good people, it required Abram to trust God to lead him in the right path. But what was important was that Abram received the instruction and began on his journey to Canaan. You see, the kind of prophetic words that we hear today are not what we heard in the Bible, are not as what is recorded in the Bible. You see, today they will tell you your name, your ID, and your address and everything else. In the end, you don't hear the instruction of God concerning your life. Abraham knew his name. It was not important until later on. Today, don't be excited, child of God, simply because a prophet told you your name, which you know. They must tell you a message, an instruction from God. Your ID number is not important. You know it. What is the message? What is God saying? Where is God sending me? What is God about to do in our time? 
What is God doing in the church? Where is God taking you? What are you supposed to do there? When should you go in with whom? When God spoke to someone about their names, he changed it from Abraham to Abraham, from Sarai to Sarah, from Jacob to Israel. And today you want to tell me that your name is Carol. Of course, my name is Carol. What is God saying? What is the message of God to Carol? Tell me that. It is time that believers seek the instructions of God and not be tickled by vain and puffed up ways that give no direction. We need the message. We need the instruction from God. When God speaks, he gives an instruction. If we read Psalm chapter 32 verse 8, it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Praise the name of the living God. It is God that says, I will instruct you. You need that instruction from God. Get up and go start that business. Get up and go and apply for that job. Oh, go and start that ministry in that place. It also says, blessed is the man whom you instruct, O Lord, and teach out your law. God's instruction is very important. And when you keep on, when you keep on running around looking for people to say this and that, you are missing out on an opportunity for God to speak the true word. Abraham heard the instruction of God. He got up and went to the land that God had promised him. The second thing that God spoke about, he said, I will make you a great nation. That was a vision. That was a future state for Abraham. He was one man with his wife, just two people. But God saw in Abraham a nation. Abraham, a childless old man with his barren wife. God saw in him a nation. Praise the name of the Lord. How do you move from being a childless person to being a nation unless God has spoken? Unless God has promised. God did not say, I will give you children and their children will multiply to become a great nation. No, 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 no. He said, I will make you into a great nation. Right from the onset, God showed Abraham the end result, a vision. The end state of Abraham was a great nation, not just Sarah and Abraham and a child. Abraham was not to look at himself as a few people, but a great nation from one man to millions. When we have moved past the names and the ID numbers and the food in the fridge, can we get down to the real thing, the content, the vision, the instruction? Where is God taking us? Nations are suffering whilst people out there claim to know the food in the fridge but cannot see the coming pandemic. People cannot see what's going to happen to your job tomorrow. People cannot see what's going to happen to your health tomorrow but they know your ID number and your bank account and your address. We need to stop playing with the things of God. God is a serious person. Has God run out of vision, good people? Has, has God run out of visions? Does God no longer know what's going to happen tomorrow? The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. But happy is he who keeps the law. In KJV, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So people will perish because there is no vision. They will go around, do things that are fruitless, do things that God has not instructed them to do. People will lose money running after things that God has said nothing about. Has God given you a vision, child of God? Where will you be in the future? What's about your life? Without a vision, you'll run after every passing fate. Some will run after the prophetic office even though God has called them to the pastoral office. Some these days are running after the apostolic office. 
People graduate from being a pastor to a prophet and then they graduate to become apostles. As if God does not know. God is not confused. When he has called you as a pastor, he has called you as a pastor. He's not going to graduate you to become an apostle. Be who God said you are. It is the in thing to be an apostle these days. Some who were prophets and even had encounters with God calling them to the prophetic are now apostles and cannot even tell you when God told them they are called into the apostolic. People are moving with the wind. Where the water goes, people are going. Without a vision, people perish. Families without vision, children without vision, running around doing everything and anything. They go to varsity today, register for this. They turn and do something else tomorrow because there is no vision. The book of Daniel tells of many visions that Daniel saw and they revealed the kingdoms, the current kingdoms and the future kingdoms at that time. God still gives visions even today. God even revealed to a foreign king through dreams a vision of the future. Surely he is able to give us visions even today. He said to Abraham, you will be a great nation. And God said to Moses, you will lead these people to the promised land. To Jesus, you will save these people. To John, this will be the end times. Oh, praise the Lord. Even to the young Samuel, he said to him, Tell Eli, this is the judgment upon his family, for he ignored their sins. God even spoke to a young Samuel to tell Eli, This is the judgment upon the family of Eli, for Eli ignored the sins of his sons. So God told this young boy, about what was going to happen to the family of Eli. May God give you visions for your life, child of God, for your family, for your ministry, for your business, and for your job. May he show you where you're going so that you don't just run around like a headless chicken going up and down doing this, whatever people say, you go and follow. You cannot afford to run around not knowing where you're going. Child of God, God speaks even today. The bar was set up very high for Abraham, a father of many nations not of children. The third thing God said to Abraham was that I will bless you. He gave him a blessing. He said to him, get up, go Abraham, go to that place. I will bless you. He set him up for success with a blessing. It's not that you will not struggle Abraham, but you will be blessed. God was not saying to Abraham, it will be easy for you, but he said, you will be blessed. So in the midst of trouble, Abraham, you will be a good success. In the midst of attacks, you will still prosper because of the blessing of God. The blessing of Abraham came to him in the most unlikely places. You would remember that no sooner had he arrived in Canaan than a famine starting. It happened. You and me might throw our toys out of the court and bellow before the father for sending us to a place of famine and hunger. If you don't have a vision, the challenges that come before you will drive you the opposite direction of where God is sending you. If you don't know, Abraham left and went to Egypt when he found that Canaan had a famine that was happening at that time. When he got to Egypt, afraid for his life, Abraham pretended that he was only the brother of his wife, Sarai, and his wife was taken to the palace because Pharaoh wanted to have her. But you see, the blessing of God upon Abraham saved Sarah, even in the palace of Pharaoh. He did not lose his wife. She was returned back to Abraham, her husband. Again, he left and ended up in the land of Abimelech. And by the time he left that place, he was given flocks, though the king was unhappy that Abraham had lied about the same issue that he lied in Egypt. Imagine being sent off with money 
after offending your host. Talk about a blessing. When God blesses you, you'll even be embarrassed about it. Because you see, Abraham prospered even in the place where he was chased out. Even in a place where people don't want you, you will be blessed. Even in a place where people are scheming against you, you will still be blessed. You'll walk into an office and people will hate you. But the blessing of God spoken to you, because God speaks even today, will keep you and prosper you in that very job where you've got enemies left, right, and center. The blessing of God will continuously speak in your favor. After telling your name and your ID, what is God saying about your life? What blessing is he sending you out with? Don't go without the blessing of God. Ask him, bless me, Father. Abraham was blessed of God. He had children. He had nations coming out of his children. Though God had said he will make him a great nation, when he spoke to him later about Ishmael, he said he also, Ishmael, will be a great nation. So not just one nation came out of Abraham. Two nations, more nations. The people of Abraham became great nations, both Ishmael and Isaac, because God had already spoken. It is very important to go with the blessing of God. It is God that blessed Abraham. Seek the blessing of God today. It does not come with conditions and manipulation that we see today. One will pray for you to get a job. You get it and suddenly you owe them your whole life. They will keep on preaching about you in the pulpit. I prayed for him. He got a job. I prayed for him. He got a business. I prayed for him. He got tenders. I prayed for him. And this and that happened. And they make you to feel that you owe them all your life. If it is a blessing issued in the name of God, then that blessing is coming from God. You owe no man nothing. It is God that will give you a reward for praying for that person, for speaking that blessing of God over that person. Sometimes you leave a church and the pastor will curse you and you get scared about it. No, 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 no. If you are like Abraham, you would know that even though I'm in a foreign land, they've taken my wife. I am blessed of the Lord. They cannot do anything to me. God said, this man is a prophet. Touch not my anointed ones. Make my prophets no harm. God had blessed Abraham, called him a great nation. That was not going to stop simply because they were hungry in Canaan. The blessing of God over the life of Abraham continues even today. Even today, we who believe in the very God of Abraham, we invoke the very same blessing of Abraham. God blessed him. God spoke that blessing over his life. A clear instruction, get up, go. And what are you going with? A blessing. What are you going with? The word of God. If you haven't gotten the word of God that instructs you in the way that you should go, pray, child of God. Ask God to reveal to you, what is the plan, Father? Where am I going? When am I going? What am I supposed to do there? With whom are you sending me? Moses cried out to the father when he said, go back to Egypt. He said, with whom am I going? What will I tell these people who sent me? He knew that he should not go without the one that sent him. He wanted to know more about this God that was sending him. Today, you only need God. The rest of us are supporting you. The rest of us are there to help you. But God is the one that blesses. God is the one that instructs. God is the one that gives a vision. We'll talk more about the life of Abraham as the one that God spoke to and the one that heard the voice of God. Because it's very important that we continue on this matter. Many people are seeking answers. They end up seeking those answers in the wrong places. 
yet we have God that speaks. He is not a Dagon. He does not sit and not move in one place. He is God that is omnipotent, omnipresent. He is God that speaks today. He has a voice and you need to hear that voice for yourself. We'll continue on this matter of when God speaks, hearing the voice of God in the life of Abraham. I pray that you'll begin to seek to hear the voice of God yourself. I pray that you'll begin to ask God to speak to you. If you look at yourself and you think your life has no direction, ask God. He will answer. If he knows that you're dull of hearing, he will send a prophet to speak or another servant of God or even just a child of God. But what is important is the message must come from God, not from any other source. May the Lord richly bless you. Tune in again in next week's episode. Shalom. Thank you for listening to the Word Anchor Podcast. To get copies of my books, The Bride of Jesus, Dear Girl Child, Confessions of a Parent, Victorious Youth, and From the Pit to the Palace, go to Amazon.com. You can buy a hard copy or a Kindle edition. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.